hey, welcome back to Untranslated Islam. This is your brother, Ben Yusuf. And as we do, we're bringing to you things that haven't been translated from the Arabic language to the English language, translated into English language so that we can get some benefit and get some different perspective on life, okay? So we deal with a lot of people who are dealing with anxiety, dealing with depression. So in this sitting, I just wanted to share with you one hadith that you may be familiar with or you may not be familiar with, but also some perspective that might help you with the depression if you're going through it or anxiety if you're going through it. Allah knows what people are going through, okay? He knows what you have and what you don't have. But more importantly, it's all written, already written, what you're supposed to get. We just have to go out and we have to try to find it. Okay, so it's there, but sometimes we have to shake the trees, as I like to say, um, in order to find it. So let me bring you this hadith first, and I'm going to tell you what I mean by shaking the trees, inshallah. The hadith says, and this is the hadith of the Prophet, um, and is being shared to us by a shaykh trying to deal with of anxiety. He says, and from the things that help you deal with anxiety is to always keep in mind that the first thing that Allah created, and this is from Hadith Sahih, first thing that Allah created was the pen. And that's an amazing thing. He created the pen first before everything else. Why? To make sure that it's going to be written everything that's going to happen before he even creates it. All right. So he says, so he said to the column, call a lehu octub. He said to the to the pen, write, call a wama octub. The pen said, and what shall I write? And he said for him, uh, for the pen to write, كتب مقادير السماوات والأرض. كتب المقادير وكتب ما هو كائن قبل أن يخلق السماوات والأرض بخمسين ألف سنة. So he created or told the pen to write everything that's going to transpire and happen in the heavens and in the earth for, for the next 500, uh, uh, excuse me, 500,000 years before he even started to do the creation. All right. So that's an amazing thing because connected to everyone is his own risk. Okay, the Prophet Sallallahu said that part of that, he said, and then afterward, Jeffel Qalam, uh, 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 the, the pen has been dried and to, uh, uh, the, the scroll, you guys know how the old, in the ancient times, they would have a scroll that the kings would have and they would write the stuff on a scroll and then scroll it, roll it up and put it up. So the Prophet, uh, Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi said that this is the way that Allah did. He had the, the, pen, the pen has been dried. And the scrolls have been rolling up and everything that's going to happen is already well known what's going to happen. So the point is, is that from that is connected to every person is their own written risk or their own provision. We just have to go out and seek it. What is the proof of that? The Prophet Sallallahu said that every single person that they spend in their, in their mother's stomach, 120 days is this. I mean, 40 days is this in this stage, then 40 days in the second stage, 40 days in the third stage. That's 120 days. At 120 days is the time when Allah sends an angel to the mother's stomach to put the soul into the stomach. And he writes a few things, okay? He writes, one of the things he writes is the, 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 that soul's provisions. And then he also writes if he's going to be wretched or if he's going to be good. The whole point is, is that, so it's already written what we're going to get, 
Okay, that's why Allah says uh, that one of the five keys of the unseen is that no one knows what is truly in the womb. The, the doctors say, well, we know what's in the womb. We have ultrasound now. You don't know what's truly in the womb. Do you know what that person is going to earn? Do you know how that person is going to be? Do you know what that person, how that person is going to die or what that person is going to die upon? So you don't know. You just happen to have a picture of a still a still picture or of a picture of a certain period of time that you take through an ultrasound of if it's male or female and you can barely tell that so the point is is that each one of us is written what we're going to get now connected to that those people who are want to get married then connected to every marriage is also a, a, a certain amount of wealth but then based on just what what i said from that ayah Every child that you have, Allah Jalla says, In other place, Allah says, and don't kill your children for fear of poverty. Don't get the abortions. Don't uh, uh, the old Arab, the Arabs of the past, they used to actually kill a child when he came out because they were scared of, of, of you know, of poverty or whatever. But we talk about in this day and age, that's the proof that you don't do abortions. Okay, once that soul has been breathed into uh, that that womb, which is at approximately 120 days, then it's no way possible that you can think that you're going to go get an abortion once the heart starts beating. But for those people who are worried, no connected to that child, just like connected to you. An angel came down and already wrote his provisions out for him. It's already written what he's going to get. It's already there. So going back to what I said, we just have to shake the trees. Okay, what does shake the trees mean? This is the term that I use all the, all the time. And I got it from Surah Maryam, actually. And I've started using it. I've been using it for about 15 years. And I always explain to people. And I'm going to explain to you. Allah Jalla said to Maryam, the mother of Jesus, when she was in the pains of delivery of Jesus. And there's no one around to help her. And so she said, Ya Laitani mitu kabla hada wa kuntu nesyam mansiya. Or if I only if if well if I only had died before then before now and been a thing never never uh a thing that not, not even remembered or a person not even remembered because the difficulty you guys have seen what people a woman go through with labor when they have all the support in the world. And you guys have seen go people in it later, but what? They had to have relations before they were become pregnant, so they have used that area in a different way. Maryam was a virgin, never had relations with anyone, never even thought about having a child, and now she's in the middle of nowhere at having a child on her own. So Allah Jalla says, Fanada min tahtiha. And in another way that you can recite it, two different narrate, uh, two different recitations, both of them uh, referring to the same thing. One recitation says, and so uh, someone called from under her. Uh, uh, and then the other one said, someone called the one who was under her called. So in the tafsir, in all the Sahih tafsirs, it said, based on this, it could be one of two people. It could have been Jibril calling to her, and he was in a place where he was to, to make her feel good, came from a place under to make her feel calm and relaxed. But the stronger opinion is that this is the first time Jesus spoke to his mother. And that is a stronger opinion in the tafsir. Means the one that's under her called out to her talking about Jesus. We know she he spoke right after when he was born. But he spoke the first time in his stomach and said, Or men tahtaha. 
Don't you fear, don't you be worried, don't you be sad, mom. Look, there's a river, there's a little a little a, a flow of water right there for you to be able to drink through. And the point is, he said what? He said, and shake the palm tree over there and dates will fall down from it. Now, the ulama tafsir, the ones who get say ta'amalat, ta'amalat is like deep contemplation. They say contemplate this deeply. And people who are not Arab don't understand this. But people who are Arab or who live in the Arab world like I'm living in now, they understand this. Have you seen the trunk of a palm tree? Have you seen how thick and sturdy, sturdy a punk, the trunk, punk trunk of a palm tree can be? Do you see how it's made? Do you think that it's easy to shake a tree and make uh, uh, dates fall down on you? And then this woman is in labor. She's dealing with all the difficulties, so all her energy is from here down. She's weak in her arms. It's going to be difficult for her to push anything. So they said, so why did Allah tell her to do that? It's called taking the esbab, taking all the precautions or using all the tools to the best of your ability, but knowing that the that the the affair or that the success is going to be from Allah. Okay, so you feel an anxiety, don't feel anxiety. Just shake the trees, shake the trees. You go out there and you look on the net and see what people are, what what, what options are available. Go out there and see if you can find. If that doesn't work, do you think of some other ways? Allah says, whoever plots and plans, this word iqtiraf, every other place in the Quran is talking about somebody that's plotting and planning to do something evil. Okay, but in this situation, it's talking about do something good. That same plot, they're planning that we use to say, yeah, my daughter, oh, I got, got to feed people. So you go and you rob somebody or you know where we come from. Somebody will go rob somebody away from somebody that's coming at the Mac machine or at the ATM, the Mechina. And then as they get their money, they waiting. And as soon as they turn around, they don't care. It's an old man, old lady. They go and just give me the money. I don't want to hurt you. Get, and take the money or somebody go in the store and rob. That same plotting and planning, iqtiraf, that a person would use to do that evil. If you use that same skill to plot something good, then Allah will increase the husna, increase the reward as a result. So you stop and you think, okay, I know Allah has something written for me. I just got to figure out which way to do it. I can do this. I know that I got this skill, that skill. The Prophet wasallam said that it is more beloved or better for a man to take ropes and attach buckles on them and go and sell them as belts. So in other words, to make belts from the most simplest things, not meaning that you faking out somebody and they get it and the belt fall off. No, it means properly make it, but from the most simple tools. He said it's better for them to go out there and sell that in the market than to ask anybody for anything, even if they know that they'll give it to them. Go out and use some skill that you have. When the, the friends of mine were with Sheikh Adui, Mustafa Adui, in Mansoura, they would watch him and they recognize the pattern. The people who just ask for something, he would give them a little, sometimes, sometimes not. The people who were selling something, he would always buy something and give them extra money. Or he would give them money and not take what they're selling. So they asked him after seeing a period of time, them doing that. Well, why do you do that? He said, because Allah and his messenger honors the one who goes out and tries to make a living. 
But the person who just hands their hand out and begging, that's not as honorable. So he said, I give to them, but I give them more to encourage them to keep, keep trying to sell. And ever since I heard that, which is 15 years ago, ever since I heard that, that's what I do. I see the person to come and they're giving the, 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 they're selling them in the, 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 the napkins or they giving the candy. And it's like, okay, wait for them to come back, give them the candy back or the napkins back and put five pounds under there, put 10 pounds under there because it's like encourage them to keep selling, doing something. So my point is you got to figure something out. I'm going to give you this last point. Yo, monumental. Allahu Akbar. Yes, me and my brother here. We were out there, came up after Salai, and young boy come and he just want money. So, <laughs> oh man, Isaac, he, 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 he kind of talked to him like, uh, I'm going to give you money this time, but you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't just go and ask him for something. And he said, well, I just want money to buy some ice cream. He said, what you want to do with the money? He said, I just want to buy some ice cream. So we was looking at him like, is he just saying that or whatever? And then um, he went away. And he came back with bags of lemons. And both of us smiled. We were so happy. He's like, I'm actually selling something. I'm selling lemons. Would you like to buy some lemons? So he's like, well, how much lemons cost? And he's like, five pounds. And so he was like, yeah, I'll buy that from you. And he gave him some little extra. And I was like, you know what? I'll take some too. And I bought some, but I don't even use lemons. So when he walked away, I gave him the Azag. But the point was is young boy wanted to support himself and he wanted to actually do something. You gotta support that. That was a yeah, perfect, perfect example. That just happened like last week. Perfect example, mashallah to barakallah. And that's the point. Support the people that's trying to do something, okay? I'm gonna give you this last point. Monumental nitroglycerin, as my man used to say. Um, Allah tells you in two different situations that you would never expect that he's gonna put blessing on if you go out and you just try. What two situations are they? One is every week. One might only be one time in your life, but it could be every year. The situation every year, Allah says, Laysa alaykum rabbikum. In Hajj or Umrah. While you over there, you can go over there to make Hajj and Umrah sincerely for Allah and also have a plan on how to make some wealth while you over there. Okay? No problem. But the deeper one is the one every week that I know everybody that saw happen. Yo, everybody, that's my word. Do you realize that Allah Jalla says in Surah Jumu'ah every week, He says what? After you go to Jumu'ah, Boom! He says what? And when you finish making Salah to Jumu'ah, then go out through the earth and seek the bounty of Allah and remember Allah much so he'll make you successful in it. How many people didn't see? Have you ever seen somebody after Jumu'ah not make money? After Jumu'ah, they got their stuff lined up and every time they come away with their pockets full. I know because my first wife, she was called Hustle Woman and that's what she did. She would go and get, and I'd be like, yo, how you, she would go bake cakes and stuff. That's when we was going through hard times. We had three, four children, my first batch and we was both just struggling to make it happen so we could get out the country and it's like, okay, she, she would bake cakes, cut them up, get all the right stuff, you know, put them out there on a, on a, uh, on a, on a, on a desk, I mean on a table and every time all of them, because she was an excellent, excellent chef, all of them would go boom, boom, boom. She had to make double each time, double each time. She's like, okay, we got to get this stuff from out the house because we live like two doors down from the mess shit. I told her, my son, all right, bring the nets back down, bring the nets back down. But she will be stacked. And then she started going and buying socks. This was before I got to the Muslim world, saw that they did that. 
She would buy socks, buy chimars, buy different things, and just, she would literally be running to get them right with like in the morning of Jumu'ah. She'd be like, I'm gonna run down there and get that before Jumu'ah come up, set up shop. Every time all of her stuff went, or at least three-fourths of the stuff went. And I started watching other people. And I'm like, yo, I don't know any time in my life during Jumu'ah that a people put stuff out in front of the, in front of the, in front of the place and it didn't sell. So my whole point is, is that you gotta think, huh? Think outside the box. Think about the different ways you might make enough on your Friday to last you for the next week or to be able to invest in something that you can do throughout the week. But you just got to think outside the box. Think of what people want. Think of what people need. Think of a way to get the provision. Get it and make it happen by Allah's permission. So, yeah, it might sound corny, but what's written for you, Allah's going to give. Allah's going to give you. Just shake the trees. Shake the trees. That's my advice for you, inshallah. Till next time, next sitting, we search, we all apply. Let's get those hasanat. This is your brother Ben Yusuf. Assalamualaikum. <laughs>